welcome. Welcome back to another great episode of the Only One Ravens podcast. I'm your host, King Pope here. I got my co-host, JB, here. Yesterday, the Ravens played the Arizona Cardinals. They come out, came out with a win yesterday, a score of 31-24. I got a lot to say about this win yesterday. I feel like it was um I feel like it was some bad football. But um mm, I don't know okay. maybe you want me to get into it first because you Yeah, you, yeah, it, it, yeah it, it seemed like you you got some stuff on your mind, homie. I'm gonna let you go ahead and okay. Uh, okay. get that off your so, chest. Go ahead. So huh. Let me see. I'm gonna start with the defense before I travel over to the offense. How about we start there and then we work our way to the offense? Cool. All right, so cool. <clears throat> First drive, they walk your ass down there and score a touchdown. So initially, I'm already hot because ain't no reason why the Cardinals come out the first drive and walk your ass down the field. So I already knew at the beginning of the game they were asleep. They wasn't even awake yet because they let the Cardinals just walk down the field, score a touchdown, the first freaking drive, penalties, whatever. They they just walk down the field. They already had me. They had me running hot quickly immediately. Because in my mindset, I'm thinking, like, bro, it's the Cardinals. Let's come out here and smack and get moving. But they just were sleep early. And as the game continued, they got a little bit better. But they slept in the fourth quarter. Like, it just is bothering me with this Ravens defense. I Listen, and, I, and, and, and last week, JB, we was on here, and we was preaching consistency. And we was preaching 60 minutes of football. This is the shit that I'm talking about. This is what be this is what grinds my gears. This is why I get irritated with these guys. Because they don't play 60 minutes. And and don't get me wrong, okay, it's the Cardinals. I don't care if it's the Cardinals. I don't care if it's the Browns, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Seahawks, the the uh Cowboys, the 49ers, the Command. I don't care who it is, bro. I don't care. When you line up against another team right there, you're supposed to play 60 minutes of football and go out there and grind it out. And these guys don't do that. And that's what bothers me about this team. And I'm telling you, it's going to bite you in the ass when you really need to play well. They got to stop playing like this. You don't play down to your competition. You thrash your competition. You run through them. They did not do that yesterday on defense. They were lax and they were lazy. And then when they realized that they had to start playing better because the offense was lax and lazy, then that's when they wanted to turn it on. I hate this mm. turn on, turn off. No, mm. it's on when the, when the, when the first – when they kick that ball off at the first quarter, it's on. It's on until that fourth quarter whistle blow. Stop playing this way. It's disgusting to watch. I'm tired of seeing it. It's horrible football when they play this way. They, they're a much better football team than what they showed on Sunday with this defense. And I'm sick and tired of seeing this crap that they put on the field like this. Okay. Okay. Like, so uh, I'm definitely uh, – um, Hearing some hostility in your voice, so like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna see if I can alleviate some of that. Um, I, I think for me, I think that they played, um, I think they played mediocre. I, I think they could have done better. Um, I think they could have done better, but like you said, like they, they, they came in, Arizona came in and punched them in the mouth real quick. I think that gave them a wake up call. Now, I'm I'm the type of person I'm never gonna put blame on any type of situation, but you, you gotta remember, 
two weeks ago, they was in London, and they was in London for an entire week. Then they came back home, and they played the Titans, so they had to readjust to the East Coast time. Then they had to fly back out West. And if if you if you watch a lot of those guys' interviews, a lot of them, um, especially Michael Pierce, who had a, um, a, 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 almost a career game, uh, so to speak, um, this is the first time we've really seen him dominate the line of scrimmage, but we will get to that later. Um, like, but he even said that, um, on game day yesterday that he actually woke up at four in the morning because his body was used to waking up at eight in the morning. You, you feel me? So I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys were feeling that, that jet lag plus, you know, plus the time zone. Um, I think that, uh, the defense did exactly what they were supposed to do. I, I believe the offense um, stumbled and fumbled uh, and just managed to get through the game with the win. Um, it was at times where they was just looking lethargic. It was it was almost like they was just uh, we be gonna go out here three plays, six plays or whatever, um, punt it away, and unless um, really unless. It was a pass interference from, um, you know, on Odell Beckham Jr. or, uh, 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 Mark Andrews pass. Like they, they really didn't get a lot of things started until the second half, uh, where they, st- where they got the bright idea. Okay. Well, um, Arizona is playing eight DB. So let's run the ball more. Like, yeah, like that's what we wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. Uh, the, the second step, the second half. Now, P, I'm not excusing anything that you were saying, but you, you, you got to figure those things in. Like, like I said, uh, Michael Pierce had, um, probably one of his best games in the last two, three seasons. You, you feel me? And then, you know, Justin Matabike, uh, continue. Uh, Brandon Stevens continue. Uh, Geno Stone continue. So like, I think the defense, was hitting that mark yesterday. I think oh. the problem was I, hold on real quick, and then I, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you handle it. I think the problem was the offense came out there, and it was just like, okay, well, what's going on? And then when they figured out that they needed to run the ball more the second half, then you started seeing um, <clears throat> uh, things happen. But at that time, I mean, by that time, I think the defense was a little bit gassed. Like it, it was, it was almost. Uh, um, uh, uh, just uh, a telling of what was going to have been going on throughout the season where the offense had been playing lethargic and the defense had to carry him. But at some point in the game, the defense gets tired, man. And you know what I mean? Like, no, you never want to see them give up 17 points. I think it was like in nine minutes, but you know, stuff happens, but the offense got to go out there and they got to put points on the board. So I'm not, I'm not seeing it the way you're seeing it. I'm sorry. I'm just not. And the reason why I'm not seeing the way you've seen it, because the Cardinals had the ball first. They went straight down the field. And not only that, JB, after they got the after they scored, they kept running the football on them and they couldn't stop them. The defense didn't wake up really until the second quarter. So, I mean, even though the offense slipped, they both both sides of the ball slipped. I'm sorry. I'm not giving the defense no pass. And you you're telling me about oh, they were tired from London. Guess what? The Cardinals don't give a shit about you being tired. They don't care. Hey, listen, stop. When they came to the, the podium and said that, I just, I ignored all of that. 
because the other team don't hear that. They don't care. It's you and me lined up playing football today. If you ain't ready to play football today, then sit your ass on the sideline, bro. If you're too sleepy to play, sit your ass on the sideline, bro. But the Cardinals don't give a shit about that. They don't. Like, I, I understand what everybody's trying to say. Oh, they went to London. Then they came back from London. And now they're back in Arizona. Arizona don't care. So saying that means nothing. It means nothing. You have to line up and play 60 minutes of football. It don't matter. It don't matter how much travel you did, how far you went. They don't care. The NFL don't care neither because they set your schedule up and this is what they gave you. So this is the cards that you would doubt. So either you're going to deal with it or you're going to bitch your mom. Straight up. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But but here's, here's the thing, because you, you sounded like all the local media, you know what I mean? Like all like all all the day, like all the day. Like that's all I kept hearing. Like and I and my thing was, while we whining and crying, we got the win. I mean, like somebody said, well, it was an ugly win. I don't think it was an ugly win either. I, I think that was a football game, and and the the, the better team won. Barely, but the, the 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 better team won. Now, right now, our record is six and two. There's only three other teams in the AFC with the six and two record. And I'm gonna keep saying this week to week. I would put, I would pick the Ravens over those other three teams any day. But and and guess what? Eventually, at some point in the season, whether it's at the end of the season or in the postseason, we're gonna see. One or two, if not all three of those other six and three teams. So I'm like, so right now I'm ecstatic that we are six and three at, you know, what I mean, at the end of week eight, I, I said this week we would, we would start to see the defense gel. And now I'm just waiting on the offense to, to, to figure it out. Like, um, yesterday they, the offensive line, was not giving Lamar Jackson enough time to really throw the ball. And, and I think that got into Lamar's head where he would, it looked like either he was getting rid of it too quickly or he was holding on to it, taking the sack or, or, or waiting to the very last minute with, um, to take off and run, run, which is what you want to see out of your, your veteran quarterback. But you have to be more poised in the pocket like you you just have to be like it, it can I, I, no longer it, it can no I longer feel, be I what you're saying right now, but i'm still on defense i ain't even touched the offense yet i, I gotta stay in the defense zone because i'm still hot on the defense like i get what you say about offense and we're gonna touch that but the yeah. defense is my problem right now and where i'm standing at. and the reason why i say that is you say it's because you're, you're cool with what got to win. My standards are so much higher than this. It's the Cardinals. They're one and seven. Stop playing down to your competition. You have to adopt. Listen, the Cardinals are going to come with everything because they know they're not a good football team. And the Cardinals are going to play you way more harder than the Detroit Lions are because the Detroit Lions think they who they are. The Cardinals... They know they're not good, and they know that they're going to give you every great shot because they know they're not a good team. They're not going to lay down. <clears throat> they have youth, young guys, and they're going to play hard. 
Those guys are young. They want to prove themselves. They want to prove that they can play in the NFL. One of the sacks I, that, that happened yesterday was Dante Stills. That's, that's one of my close friends' nephew. He played hard yesterday. You know why? Because he has not made a name for himself in the NFL. So those guys out there that played yesterday, they're going to play hard. The card, that's what the Cardinals were going to do. And the Ravens knew this. You knew this, and you still walk into it lethargically. You cannot play football this way. They have to stop doing that as a team. Yeah, as a, as a team, Pete. It's, it's a about, team. It's the team, period. But still, I said I'm starting with defense, and I'm going to get in the office ass, too, because I got, I got stuff to deal with them, too. But just on the defensive side, I just feel like the tone was set with the first drive. You let them walk, and that and that's another thing. I think that's the first time the Ravens allowed an opening it drive was. go it down was. the field. That and it you was. run into the corner. It was. Like, come on! But but she but she, you you know about that? Like it's it's always two sides to everything, P. And from from that, like yeah, we we like we got pissed at them for that, but. From that series, it, it 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 ignited something in Michael Pierce. Like I haven't seen him play like that in a long while. So hey, JB, I, I, go ahead. What we what we do last week? We talked about Michael right. Pierce being a, a jag, right? Right. Did we talk about that last week? And what yeah, happened? We, and what yeah, happened? he showed up. The week before that, JB, the week before right. that, JB, we talked about Todd Monk and his office of. And they, and they showed up. So they must be listening, right? They must be listening, right? Somebody listening, bro. Right? <laughs> Only one Ravens podcast. Hey, man, you somebody heard. listening, bro. But, we talked about Michael Pierce like a dog last week, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, and, and actually, and I, I hate to do this in retrospect, but the the uh, previous episode, at the end of the episode, like, like that was actually like one of my um one of my things that I wanted to say. Like I wanted Michael Pierce and uh Justin Meta BK to, to go off yesterday. And 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 Michael Pierce did just that. I, I think I think a lot of times um I believe in my opinion that the Ravens just play lethargic. I I, I think we I, I don't think we as um, well, coaching staff um, as organization, I don't think that we have a lot of um, imagination. Like, I, I think a lot of our gimmick plays, they are just that. Like, they like they're they're gimmicks. Like, they don't really fool anybody. Like, I I, I like the um, the wide receiver sweep, but we don't <clears throat> excuse me, but we don't run it often enough for it to be. Um, as successful as it, you know, as it could be, but I, I, I just think, um, I think the Ravens came out. I, I think the offense. I'm sorry. I think the offense came out, and really, outside of the passes to Mark Andrews, right, and then the uh, PIs on Odell Beckham, like it, it was just like, I, I felt like they wanted to throw the, they wanted to come out and say. Forget everything that you talking. Yeah, we know um, the the Cardinals have like the what, like the twenty seventh, twenty eight Russian defense. But we, we gonna come out and we gonna throw the ball because that's what what Lamar 
wanted um that's what we want Lamar to do. And and I think that was totally wrong for this for the first half. And they 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 went in halftime, made their adjustments and came out. I was like, oh, maybe we should give the ball um to to gust the bus a little bit more. Like like even Justice Hill was out there um making you know making plays out the backfield, which is something that I said um last episode. Like when I, I said I, my I, key was to run the football, I said that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, and, and and you did, and it, it it just sucks that they waited to the second half to do it. So I I think I think all your frustration is is, is really um, misdirected. It, it, it shouldn't be aimed at the defense. I think it should be aimed at the coaching, which is something that that we talk about um, every every week here. I, I think I think at some point, uh, John Harbaugh needs to say, okay, well. That don't look right. Or we should do this more. Like, like, like we should run the ball more. Or, or, or we should get it out of Lamar's head. Like, I, I don't understand. You don't the, have a feel for the game. With the, they don't. They don't. And I, I, I hear Mike Preston say this every week. The Ravens don't have an identity on offense. And they, they, they don't. Like, they don't know the games that they're supposed to come out and run the ball. They don't know the games where they're supposed to come out and pass heavy, even though all the fans, all of us know, because we're sitting here watching and, and comparing notes and, and everything, like, like there's no way, um, it, like, like I said last episode that it should have been, um, Gus and Justice Hill. Gus and Justice Hill should have had a hundred yards apiece, like easy. Right, but I, I I just think it like I'm just scrolling through the stats, right? And you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different receivers that Lamar um targeted. Right. Now um OBJ didn't have a single reception. Um uh Nelson Aguilar and we're gonna get into the, the bonehead play he made in, in the game. Um, <laughs> but he, he didn't have a catch. Um Isaiah likely um had he, he finally got on the board. He had one catch, but he 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 also had a bonehead penalty as well. But I I, I just think I, I I don't know, man. Like I, I just think I don't know if it's Lamar. I don't know if it's Todd Mockton. I don't know if it's John Harbaugh. It's like they are fixated on just throwing the ball when our identity has always been run first and then play lights out defense. And and I I get with Lamar Jackson being there with the um specific skill set that he has. Yes, he, he can throw the ball. We want to see him throw the ball, but you you gotta keep the defense honest. Like I like and, and I'm gonna be honest, P, I didn't peep it until one of the broadcasters say, Well, why are they why are the Ravens still throwing the ball when um the, the Cardinals have eight DBs on the field? And I had to like look I had to count it. I'm like, oh yeah, it is eight DBs on the field. Why are we not running the ball? Why are we not doing um like flaying the running back out? Why are we not like we all the stuff that we did the previous two weeks with the running backs, we, we didn't do any I mean we didn't do any of that until the second half. So, so it's like Go ahead. So that's the reason why sometimes I push back on blaming Lamar. And and the reason why is because of what I was saying yesterday. It's hard for me. That's why I be saying, like, and people say that, people tell me that I'm soft when it comes to Lamar. I'm not. I'm looking at what I see. So we going to blame Lamar yesterday for not running the football? Like, I'm 
Nah, I can't, yeah, nah, I can't blame yeah, nah, the kid. Doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because the coach that called the plays, it's like you said, JB, it's obvious. It's eight fucking DBs on the field. And y'all running, passing the ball. Like, that's not Lamar's fault. So now, eight DBs, and you want Lamar to throw the football, and he's holding the ball to try to find somebody open. It's hard for somebody to be open with all them DBs. We, I said, I said last week the key was to run the football. That's Tom Munkin. That's that's John Harbaugh. I'm sorry, the kid was put in there. He just tried to make plays, but that's Todd and that's John. That's that's not smart football on coaching behalf. You you knew when you walked into Arizona to run the football. You knew that. You got cute because you wanted to do what you wanted to do, and it looked bad. And you know another thing that I'm tired of? I know you might not be tired of, JB, but the old Delta Lamar experience, I'm sick of seeing that shit. It ain't working. Sorry. It, it just ain't well, working. So, it's a disconnect. So. One, it's a disconnect because Odell Beckham can't get open like that. Two, it's a disconnect yeah. because Lamar is trying to force it. And three, I understand Lamar. You want to get him a touchdown, but you cannot force the shit. We, get, we literally so. say on this show, Stop forcing players, okay? Right. And I get it. It's Odell Beckham. You know what I mean? It's Odell O. He's this great, and you know him for what he is. I get it, Lamar, but guess what? Let the game come to y'all. Stop forcing it. There's right. no need to force it when I, the game will come to you. And and all that, the defense know you're going to force it because they right. that's why they so that's why they so they tied up on Odell because they yeah. know you're gonna force it. You right. gotta let it come right. naturally, dog. Relax. So, it's gonna happen. Right. So, so his his my thing. And if he was watching the game, then you saw the frustration um, that um, OBJ had. Um, and I believe, as a <laughs> as a former receiver myself, I, I believe the frustration was not because he couldn't um, uh, come down with the ball um, when he was come. I mean, but the, the frustration was. They were the pass interference got them inside the five yard line. Everybody in Baltimore, everybody outside of Baltimore know when they inside the five is either going to Gus, Lamar, or Mark Andrews. So, <laughs> I, right. So, I think that's where the frustration was again. Um, for for um Odell Beckham, I think I think if he got the pass interference down there. I think you should have kept him in the field, figure out a way to run a, a crossing pattern um, with, you know, with him and um, him and Zay, with Mark Andrews or something. Like, you got to get creative down there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's one thing to say that, oh, yeah, like for a while, the, the Ravens led the NFL and um, raised on touchdowns. But that was because Lamar Jackson was keeping it himself and, and running it into the end zone. <clears throat> but you you gotta you gotta do something that's different. We the, the week that we lost to the Steelers after that game, there were several Steelers players that came out and said, "Oh, the Ravens' offense is so predictable. We know what y'all running in between the twenties, and when y'all get inside the twenty, we know who the ball going to." So all he had to do was just clamp down on Mark Andrews or whatever, whatever. You have to figure that out. Like I, I would like to see, I would like to see inside the ten, get Pat Ricard out of there. 
Like, like I understand, like, if you're not going to hand him the ball so he can go right up the gut, get him out of there. I would like to see um, Gus and Mark Andrews in the backfield lined up split, and I would like to see Zay and Odell Beckham go to work, either on some crossing routes or bring one guy underneath and, and fade the other guy to the back of the end zone, even though, um, in my strong opinion, I don't think Lamar Jackson is as confident in himself throwing that um, that back shoulder fade uh, to a receiver. I don't think he's comfortable with that yet. But I, I, you got to mix it up. You, you can't keep um, uh, rewarding um, Mark Andrews. Yeah, I know he was back in his hometown, and you you wanted to get him the touchdown, and 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 all of that, and 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 all of that was cute. I mean, all of that was fine. Like he he did it for the city. He did it. He he did it for the city. He he did it for his family that was there. Like his his high school coach was even there, I, I believe. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, like you, you got to stop mixing it up because guess what? At the, at the end of the season, when, when we start talking about December and January football. The other teams that you're going up against, they're going to have plenty of film. So you have to figure it out. And, you know what I mean? And whatever that entails. So OBJ, yeah, he was, he was frustrated. Give that man, like, something, like, like, put him in the backfield and flare him out. Something, something. Like, so I, I hear what you're saying, Pete, like that. That connection is not there, and and they're forcing it, and they are forcing it. But it's easier ways to get Odell Beckham involved instead of just running him across the field or running him beat. Like figure figure this out, Todd Monkton. Like, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I watch OBJ, he can't get open like he he just can't get open like that, dog. He and, can. And, and, That's why you're supposed to use him in a smaller space. Yeah, he can't get open like that. And and the way Todd is using him, it just it ain't working, bruh. It just not. And it's starting to look bad because it's being forced. And Lamar wants to really get and I and and Lamar's loyal. He really wanna get that guy in the end zone because he know that guy wants to, to celebrate and score. I get it. But I blame Todd. Got to figure something else out how to do it because I'm gonna be honest with you. The way they're using Odell, you can't use him that way. He's just not that. He's not that guy, man. He's not that guy that you thought he was to get open like that. Like, I'm sorry, like you said, JB. They gotta get creative because the way they're using him, it's gonna be. That's what you're gonna see all the time. PIs or you're gonna see the DB clamping. Clancy yeah. Odell. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's just, that's just what you're going to see. Like, yeah. so the, it's not the same Odell no more. It's Sorry, not. Bro. It's not. But the, 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 the other part of that is if you don't use Odell as a um, wide receiver one, who, who else are you going to use? Because, I hate, listen, I go heard ahead. a lot Say of fans. Yes, I heard a lot of fans yesterday say, why don't Rashad they Bateman. Why don't get Bateman Ooh. more targets? That's yeah. that's who a lot of fans was calling yesterday. Mm-hmm. All, they all said day Bateman, today too. They said Bateman only had like two targets yesterday, and they saying that um, basically what a lot of fans are saying like they need to try to use Bateman more because Bateman is more shiftier and he could get open. I'm I listen. I guess if you if you want to try that experience, I, try the experience, bro. I, I guess try it. Let's, I, my confidence is already shot in, in, in his ass either way. <clears throat> so yeah. 
I mean, yeah, if so he, it, it, it can't if hurt. You use him, if you use him and he, and he does show up, then hey, I mean, it's a plus. But if you use him and he don't do and he don't do nothing with it, then I mean, it's like I ain't gonna be. I'm not gonna be upset because I'm already been kind of done with him. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, it don't so, really matter to me. Right. So like, I guess you could try the experience and maybe use maybe use Bateman like you would use a little bit Odell and then try to put Odell in a different right. way. You right. get what I'm saying? Maybe try that yep. to see what you can get. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. So, so real quick, P, right? I, um, I'm watching a game, and I watched them line up in a five-receiver set, right? They was trips to the left. I think they had Mark Andrews split out, maybe, and somebody else. And I don't know. The the ball was hiked, and Lamar just immediately looked to the right to where the other two, where the two receivers was. He didn't even look to the trip side, and it looked like they wanted to come back and run a screen, maybe like like the, the I can't remember who the receiver was, but um, in that in that trips in that in that bunch formation. Like one guy just you know and you know how you run a screen you t- take a half step forward and then you know you turn to the side um, expecting the pass so like I I just watched the guy just stand there for like three four seconds and Lamar is just looking at looking a clear across on the other side of the field waiting for somebody to get open and I'm just like why why did we just waste that five receiver set. Like I, I, I was just, I like, I just wasn't understanding. Like, I, so it's, it's stuff like that where I'm like, huh? Like, like who, who called that? Like, was that one of, of, um, like, was that a called play? Was that one of Lamar's audibles? Like, I, I, I just had a hard time figuring that out because I, I think, I think Lamar may have gotten sacked on that play. He got sacked if, by Dante. He got sacked yeah. by Dante Stills. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what was the purpose of that? Like, when you when you have a five receiver set out there and you're not throwing the ball, like, in in when you run trips like that and and that, that guy for screen, like, either you're gonna get it to that screen guy, or or it looked like he was trying to push it up, like up the field, opposite side on the sideline, but they had eight DBs. Out there, <laughs> like pretty I much mean, the entire game. So I it mean, was Tug, like, I, it, it just felt from. Tar got out yeah. coach yesterday. He got out coach yesterday. Let's yeah. just keep it real. He got out coach. Yeah. His, some of his play calling was disgusting. Not until he figured out, like, you know what? The pass game not going to work like I wanted to. Let me just run the football is when they started opening it up. And Gus was getting you like five yards a pop. I don't yeah. understand why. I don't understand why we just can't go with what we know. Go with what you know. I said yeah. last week, yeah. run the goddamn ball. Run the ball. I said yeah. that. I said, this is the week that you get your big boys up front, you get them rolling, and you get your running back, you get them going. You're running the ball. Because every time they ran the ball yesterday, they got five yards a pop. And the man scored three touchdowns because you ran the football yesterday. But instead, yeah. you wanted to be cute. You want to throw the ball to Odell. You want – you want um. Mark Andrews to score because he's home. I don't give a damn about that. The Cardinals are bad at, at run defense. Run the damn ball. And that's where, that's where I hate John Harbaugh because you're allowing him to be cute 
instead of sitting there in the headset and say, Tom Monkey, run the damn ball. Straight up. Run yeah, down I, that drum. They ain't good I enough agree. to stop us. Run the damn ball. That's where I hate John Harbaugh at. Because sometimes you got to be the head coach and stand up and say, I don't like what I'm seeing out here. We're trying to be too cute, and we don't have to be because the Cardinals are weak here, and we can clearly see it. Run the I damn ball. Run the ball. I, I, yeah, I agree okay. with you. I think it's okay to, yeah, it's okay to run the ball. Right. scream at the coordinator. Right. You're the head coach. It's your yeah. job. Yeah, I, I, I kind of felt like in that game yesterday, um, Lamar Jackson was just a, a, a game manager. Like he, 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 like it was just a game manager, so especially, um, after they figured out, oh, we, we going like in Gus, we trust we, we, we going to get a ball to him. Like Lamar just kind of became a, a, a game manager. And I don't know if that was a John Harbaugh thing or a Todd Munkin thing or something that was collectively, um, talked about and agreed upon. But at but, the end of the um, game, at the end of the game at the press conference, Lamar Jackson said that we that we should have ran we should have ran the football more because we got we got yeah. two passes. And so, he called Todd he called Todd Monkey name. Todd Monkey out, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so like, right. So it sounds like so to my, me, it sounds like to me, Lamar understand what what need to be what done. What needs to he he see what needs to be done, right? Mm-hmm. He knows, like, okay, he even said we need to be more balanced. He said that, right? So why can't the coordinator and the head coach figure this out? Why are we in this type of flux? Like so, the, he right. realizes that. So here's my question. Here's my question. Because if you go back to whether it was Giro, whether it was Flacco prior to uh, Lamar Jackson, um, our coaching staff do not trust our quarterbacks to um to call the game while they on the field. Like they they do not allow our guys to audible much. You know, I was surprised when they started allowing uh, Lamar to audible last year. Now it's gotten a little bit better this year with Todd Markham. But I, I just don't understand that. Like it was like if, if you go back to the Flacco days, it was it was days where Flacco, like, like you can see the blitz coming right in Flacco's face, and Flacco still was not audible out of the stupid play that they was gonna run right into the the, um, the blitzing defender. Um, instead, uh, Flacco would either ball up and take the sack like he always did, or throw the ball a hundred yards out of bounds. So, like, and so now when you look at Lamar Jackson, you know what I mean. Different quarterback, different style quarterback, um, different OC. Now, so what's left that is still here when Flacco's here? That's John Harbaugh, right? So, like you said, P, I would like to see him get on those headphones and 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 scream at guys like, "Look, that we shouldn't be running that at at this point. Switch it up, do something else." But I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think. Um, uh, John Harbaugh is offensively savvy enough to to really know what's what's going Speak on, on and what should yeah and Speak what should it. happen like, Speak like on course, it. yeah because I mean like he's he's been a, um, a a special teams coach when he was with the Eagles or whatever I I just think that he just doesn't know so that's why he gives his OCs um, more like like more of a of of a leash, so to speak. Like he he kind of let them do their thing, and 
is is it 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 has never worked for John Harbaugh. Like since John Harbaugh has been here, and I've spoken on on this uh, um, a couple episodes, but um, uh, John Harbaugh is very poor when when it comes to game management. Like he yeah. he to save his life, he is not a game <laughs> manager guy. Now I I will say like he is with like he like he has a he has a, a high IQ when it comes to like trying to figure the game out like like what's going like you know what I mean like like how to get other teams and the referees um like on like on like I don't know what I want to say like just like he he has a, um a keen way of fig uh, looking at the game and figuring out like like on some um damn like what's what's this, is this is escaping me right now the um uh whatever I'm 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 just gonna say um the 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 play I was gonna bring up the play right it was a play I believe I can't remember if it was at the end of the third quarter or the fourth quarter where um. The Cardinals are driving, right? I think it's like a third and long, maybe a fourth or something like that. And um, Arizona get it. Uh, he gets the, – the guy gets tackled out of – I mean, it might have been Hollywood. Gets tackled out of bounds. No, I, I think it was I think it was McBride. He, he gets tackled inbounds. They say it's out of bounds. He, he got out of bounds, so he stopped the clock, right? Um John Harbaugh challenged it, right? He he wound up winning the challenge, but um, if y'all guys recall, they added like an extra second on the clock, and it didn't really give his team an advantage that that way. But what was savvy about that challenge was that gave Harbaugh an opportunity to give his defense a a, a blow. You know what I mean? Because because they they were tired. So like for me, hey, Jay, hey, that was hey, a little a, a little genius for me. But hold on, yeah, hold on, go, ahead. go ahead. You really think you you think John Harbaugh did that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I I, I think he did that on purpose. So sure. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. That wasn't John Harbaugh that did that, JB. You know who did that? You think that? it was upstairs? It was upstairs. You think it was upstairs? Yes, they called down and told John to challenge the play. But but see, hit well. It it was I think it was on the other side of the two minute warning. So like it it wouldn't it, it wouldn't it it didn't have to be a um you know a a, a they booth tra- real they upstairs. They told him to call down. They told him to call. They called downstairs to John and told him to challenge it because McBride knee was down before he got the first down. Yeah, but it 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 wouldn't have mattered because when you challenge. The play, the clock automatically stops. So I get like, it, I, but they were telling them yeah. they were just telling them to challenge it because they you knew challenge. it wasn't the first because they knew it wasn't the first down. See, right. see but it, they gave them it, it wouldn't have mattered the first. Yeah. They gave him the first down and this first game. down, right, right. But it wasn't the first down because his knee was down before the line. So the so upstairs called out and say, "Hey, John, challenge it because it's not a first down." That's why right. I called so, down there and told him. But I mean, but it, it, it came back to, 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 to blow back on him because they, they the Cardinals gained an extra second and I believe like didn't they go down and kick the field goal? 
eventually. I mean, so it it, I mean, it solves nothing. Yeah, it solves I mean, nothing. Like I mean, I so, get what I get what they was doing upstairs. They were trying to they were trying to force it so they could get off the get the defense off the field. You know what I mean? They I mean they called down. I mean it was a good call because it wasn't first down. So they they were giving the defense a chance to get them off the field. The defense just didn't do what they supposed to do to get them off the field. At the end of the day, I mean. I get what I get what they were trying to do upstairs because it, it really wasn't a first down. But if the defense would have did their job, then you would have got them off the field and they wouldn't have got nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think the what they did upstairs, I think it was cool because I think they were trying to get the defense off the field, which to me, hindsight was the right call. But I'm gonna flip back a little bit to the office side because I really didn't get into their ass. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the the offense come out the first drive. They go down the field, and they score, right? Cool. 7-7. Seven, seven. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, all right, defense might not be on that game today, but the offense at least going to back them up, and they're going to hold it down. And then Todd Munkin, instead of being in his bag, he, sits his, he gives his bag over to Gannon on the other sideline. It starts to call stupid shit. When clearly, me and JB said last week, this is the perfect week to start running the football. This is the perfect week to get your offensive line running downhill to run the football. We knew that. The Cardinals invited you to run the football, but instead, you want to throw it to Odell. You want to throw it to Mark Andrews. You want to throw it to Zay Flowers because it looks pretty. Bruh, I'm going to be honest with you. Football ain't always made to look pretty. Sometimes football is made to road grade a team and get them out the way. If the Ravens would have ran the football from the beginning to the end like they were supposed to, the score would have been score the game would have been over a long time ago. You wouldn't even have to worry about the score to a certain degree because the Ravens would have been up by so much it wouldn't have mattered. It'll look like the Lions game. Whereas though they ran the football so much, the defense catches a break. They got time to rest, and they just up by three or four scores. But instead, we want to be cute. We want to do cute shit. We want to do all of this. And 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 my challenge to this too, I want to know what the media people are going to say on Thursday when Tom Muckin comes to that podium and asks his ass why you wanted to be cute on last Sunday of throwing the football instead of running the damn ball when you knew you had the advantage of running the football, but instead you wanted to throw the football when you knew that you should have ran the football in those type of moments. Like you wait till the second half to say, you know what? All right, the pass game ain't working. Let's run the football. Like how smart are you at that moment? So like when we sit there and I listen to these people talking media, I feel like sometimes y'all don't ask the right questions. Because for me, I'm sitting there asking, okay, Todd, so what was your mindset last week? Instead of running the football in the first half, you wait till the second half to run the football, but in the first half you throw the football all around and you get nothing. So how long is it going to take for you to realize, hey, this ain't working, let me switch it up? Because it took you a whole half last week to figure that out, and I don't understand like why it takes so long when you know that you have the clear advantage. Like clearly you're dogging it when you run the football. Your running backs are getting five yards a pop. I'm not saying you got to run the ball four straight downs, but you should be running the ball a lot more than what you were. You were throwing it too much. And then when you were spreading them out, if you're going to spread them out like that, then run a draw. Run Something. A, you know Something. what I mean? Instead, instead, of, instead of sitting there throwing it, and you got eight DBs and you're still trying to throw it. It just, 
<sighs> the frustration yeah, I mean, for me it yeah. kills me, JB, because you play like this against the Lions, and then you turn around and play like this against the Cardinals. That's why I'm frustrated. That's why I'm irritated. You can't play the Lions like this and then turn around and play the Cardinals like this. Yeah, it don't make well, sense. So that's why I say consistency. Right. Yeah. I don't we, see we, it in this football yeah. team. We've been so. I, I think the reason why we don't see consistency is because, like, like we said earlier, um, the offense doesn't have an identity right now. Um, no. They like they don't know if they want to lean on Lamar Jackson's arm. They don't know if they want to lean on uh, Lamar Jackson's legs or the legs of Gus or uh, Save Flowers as a rookie. But, not, or, but or, we know, hey, JB, mm, but we know that's not how you play football. You right. We, football, no, listen. You play football we know that. what you're getting out of the other team. What right. What can I do against this team to dominate this team? Because guess what? Dominate. Every team Every team got a weakness, baby. Everything yeah. got it. Yeah. You just have but, to expose the weakness. Right. So with, with that being said, again, I'm going to go back to the other six and two teams in the league. I, I believe, I mean, AFC, I believe it's Kansas City now that they yeah. are caught day second L, uh-huh. uh, Miami Dolphins, yep. and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Other than, other than Tariq Hill, and maybe, um, well, of course, Pat Mahomes, but, um, and Travis Kelsey and not even Travis Kelsey. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really scared of any of those teams when they, um, are matched up with the Ravens. The, 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 hey, pro- hey, hey, don't listen sleep to me. Jackson. Listen, don't sleep no, on no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not sleeping on Jacksonville. I, I, I watched them play yesterday and those boys look good. And I, I think they're going to keep getting better. I think, I think they're going to, um, twist and way and, and figure out a way to get into this playoffs. I, I, I think they already going to be in the playoffs, but, um, I think Lamar has to figure out, right? Excuse me. I mean, Lamar had to figure out now, okay, if it's not there, right? Because the, the, the problem that I have is he, he doesn't read his hot reads. Like, it's, isn't there so many times where the running back, whether it's Justice Hill, whether it's Pat Ricard or Gus Ellis, they will flare out or they'll run up the middle, chip the, um, the, um, the defensive tackle or the linebacker, you know what I mean, and, and just be sitting right there in front of him, and he's still working his way, he's working his eyes downfield, probably to Mark Andrews. When I, I, I think, I, I think he is more inclined to throw the ball. Which okay, yeah, that's what you want to see. But Lamar, I need you to take it back to. Yeah, you know I mean that backyard football, that that bone football. You know what I mean? When you out there and you playing against your homeboys in your neighborhood, or your neighborhood is playing against another neighborhood. P, you already know how we used to get down with that. Like, like, yo, you 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 got to make things happen, whether it's with your feet or whether it's with your legs. Like, it's it was a couple times where the um. The, the the rush was there immediately. It was immediately in his face, right? And and I would have loved to see him be the Lamar Jackson from two years ago and and take off with it, right? But and I get 
now that he's, you know, he's a couple years older, he's wiser, he's a, he's a lot more poised in the pocket and he wants to make those plays downfield. But don't allow, um, the NFL and Todd Mockton and Harbaugh to take away your God-given talent, which is to get low real quick. You know what I mean? You, you gotta keep that in the back of your mind, right? And, and I, and I know we was on here last episode saying that me praising him for um, scrambling and 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 still continue to keeping his eyes downfield, right? But sometimes, bruh, if if you got five yards in front of you, he he's probably capable of making that five or fifteen or or twenty five yards. You know what I mean? Like he's just that talented, and I, and I wanna, I, I think right now. He's he's is is he's in a gray area right now. He's trying to figure out how can he make this Todd Munkin offense um function around him and what he has at at the receiving core and and running backs. But I think he also is trying to figure out well when can I be Lamar? As you know, and when I say be Lamar, I mean use his legs um effectively. That's like that's the key. Like I don't want to see you run twenty yards sideline to sideline and then you know what I mean take a sack or throw the ball out. Like go like 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 take off, take off when you need to. Because if not, these bo- like like these defenses because they only gonna get better from here <laughs> from here on out. Like I, I know everybody you know what I mean talking about Seattle. Like Seattle not a slouch offensively or defensively, right? So. You, 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 you gotta figure out a way to get all of that into a bottle and, and, and drink it every, like before every game. Like if, if not, then like I, I, I don't, I don't know what our ceiling is. You know what I mean? And I said that going into week one. Like I, I just don't know. Like I think on paper, we have the ability, like I said, we have the ability to, um, to, to play with a Kansas City, to play with the Miami Dolphins, to play with a, a Buffalo Bills, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, but we got to go out there and prove it. Well, we are just as good as those guys. We got to go out but there I and see, prove it. But we seen our ceiling. We seen our ceiling last week. We seen it. We've seen it. The problem is it ain't consistent enough. We've seen what we can be. We're not consistent enough to be what we of that. That's the problem. And and I and I go back to I go back to Todd and I go back to John. Because we have to like yesterday the Cardinals dictated to us what they wanted to do and we let them. Yeah. Instead of Todd dictating to the Cardinals like he dictated to the Lions. I'm going to do this, and you're not going to be able to stop me. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I get Arrogance. Arrogance. Arrogance is – and, that's a, and that's, a, that's a terrible thing to have at times. Sometimes we got to be more humble and understand, like, listen, this ain't going to work. We just got to do this. And sometimes it's – like, listen to your quarterback. Listen to him. What he is telling you is, is accurate. What we be telling you on this podcast, be accurate. When I said, Michael Pierce, you was just a guy, I was accurate. You woke up. Sorry, you woke up today. And I give you your flowers because you woke up. But guess what? Beforehand, I was accurate what I seen about you. I didn't I didn't hear your name. Finally, on Sunday, I heard your name. 
because you woke up. Same thing with you, Todd. You were terrible when offensive play called in the red zone for weeks. And then the Lions game, you wake up. But then you go back to sleep against the Cardinals. So just as much as the offense is inconsistent, you're inconsistent. Like, you're literally inconsistent too. So what you call affects your team. What you call affects the quarterback and, the, and everybody else on the field. Like, I don't care about certain guys' feelings or about certain guys' touches or what they're going to – I don't care. I don't care that Odell Beckham don't get no catches. I don't care if Mark Andrews don't score a touchdown. I don't care about none of that. I care about the offense looking like a successful unit, having an identity, and dominating the defense. That's all I care about. I don't care about everybody else's numbers. That shit don't matter to me. What matters to me is that you come out as a consistent offense every week and you dictate to the defense that this is what we're going to do today and you're not going to stop us because we're going to do this today all day. Period. That's how I feel about it. Same way on Mike McDonald's side. We're going to dominate you on defense and we're going to stop you from doing this all day and I don't care what you do. Like, that's the philosophy I like to see. All that, oh, I'll get my numbers and I'm a frustrated and all that. I don't give a shit. They pay you millions of dollars. I don't care about your frustration of you not getting the ball. I don't care. What I want is, is for you to be a well-oiled machine when you out there moving the ball. It's, it's, it's people that play football today that don't get paid. They could be frustrated. You don't have you don't have a frustrating period because you're not getting the ball. You're making $18 million dollars. $18 million in a year. I don't care about that. What I want is, is for my unit to look great. I want the team to look like they look like when they played the Lions. So, That's what I yeah. want. So let me ask you this question, P. And I want you to give me your honest opinion. With the talent that we have right now, right now, can we win a Super Bowl with this team? Can we, can we even make it to the AFC Championship with the guys that we have? On on the on the roster right now. No. Okay. I I, and the I agree why with I say you. That, Go ahead. The reason why I say that is because we're it's clear that we're lacking something on offense. It is so mm -hmm. clear. It's so clear you can. So see what is it? So what is it? And and then the the next question would be: Do you go out there and pull a trigger? And try to get somebody else. Excuse me. Try to try to get somebody to give this offense a push. Like like, do you Arson. really go out there and and find somebody? Not, not right, so necessarily. Two, yeah, go ahead. It's two things for me on the offense where I think we're lacking. I think receiving core, we're just we're we're lacking. And the reason why I say that is because Odell, not who we thought that that they what we were getting. And it's understandable. I mean, he's not the same guy. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I'm not like other fans going. Piss I think he still hurt it. myself. I, I'm not, but I'm like. I'm not like other fans who are going to piss and moan about it because you're not getting what you're going to get out of. I mean, you. At the end of the day, the Ravens paid for, it and they got to lay that. They got to lay in that bed. I mean, it is what it is at this point. There's no need to keep pissing and moaning about it every week because it ain't. It ain't going to do nothing for you. I think that everybody. Had higher hopes for 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 Bateman in his offense, to where as though they felt like Bateman could counter some of that 
feeling of what they having right now today, but they're not getting that. And then a lot of fans are feeling like they're forcing Zay Flowers, but I mean, he's making plays, so I can't really say I'm forcing because he's the only one I really see out there making plays besides Mark. So again, I go back to a couple weeks ago when I say, if you clint Mark, what do you do? That's where that's where it bothers me because in the playoffs they're gonna clamp Mark. I'm gonna be honest, they're gonna clamp. So, Mark. so do you? And and I don't even know if there is one available. But do you go out and try to get a um another receiver, whether it's a so, veteran, whether it's a young guy, like like what do you do? So I'm gonna be honest. I think I'm gonna be honest, JB. I think EDC made a bad decision. I think that. And, and I think that he had a choice. With what? With he what? Had a cho- so he had all right. So he had a choice. I believe. I think the the, the talks were that Lamar even wanted Odell Beckham or D Hop. Or D Hop. I believe. I believe that's what the talks were. He made the bad decision because he took Odell Beckham. He should have took D Hop. And I already what? felt like I felt like D Hop should have been the choice from the jump. From the jump. I just thought that. I just thought that D Hop had he had more years on him, and he was he wasn't he, coming off of a bunch of injuries. Yeah, he, he, he had was, a better upside. He had a better upside, exactly. So I felt like you did what you like. You kicked out the eighteen million for Odell. I, you could have did that for D Hop instead. I just that's how I felt. I thought D Hop was the better choice, but so, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, now. it's just too late you now. You can't even right. cry moan over that, right? You got to move yeah. on from that. Yeah, but, but see, even so, even even with that, hold on, like even with that, right? They they kind of did it. They kind of did that transaction like in a roundabout way. Like they they purposely went out and paid Odell the money that they paid him, in spite of to you know what I mean to spite um, uh, D Hop. Like I, I don't I can't remember what he was asking for. Like like wasn't it around like the same? amount of money I can't remember but they they like they did that to spite him knowing that if they paid Odell what they paid him they would have nothing left to sign um D-Hop which pissed D-Hop off because this was a destination Baltimore was a destination that D-Hop wanted to to be in like he really wanted to be um with Lamar Jackson right and oh, yeah. and and right now, what receiver wouldn't want to be with the way he's slinging the ball, right? But so, like, like you said, um, the, the front office botched that. Like, but I, I think it was purposely done, um, because I believe they, like, if if they would have did it right and stopped thinking, oh, and and stop trying to penny pinch, I think they could have signed both. I think they could have signed Odell to the low and and still gave, um. Uh, D Hop, probably a little bit less than what he was asking for. Like they, they, they could have did they, both. Then, that, then they probably, if they would have did both, JB, they would have had to sign D Hop. They would have had to get D Hop first. Yeah, they yeah I, know, did, I know. Because you couldn't. Because mm-hmm. in order to get Odell, you had to give him that type of money because he was going to yeah. go to the Jets. He was going to go to the Jets and play with Aaron Rodgers. Right. So it kind of was like you had to get D Hop first, and then maybe you could have slid in and said, "Hey, Odell." We'll give you this to come over here and play with Lamar and D. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That kind of and situation. Just give you the probably, opportunity. Right. That probably would have worked out more favorable, but they knew that 
if they if they just wanted Odell, they would have had to pay him that because he was going to be a Jet. So they knew that that's what they had to do. Yeah. I think they botched it. I think they botched it big time. I, I thought D Hop to me, like I said, he had more upside. But today, right. and he wanted to be here. Hey, oh, to, today, you can't. Hey, it's over with. It's, right, it's dead, can't crowd over over, over over spill spill milk. Right. So so, so, so the next question that, is, yeah, a receiver Ooh. that you could get today. Who? I'm gonna be honest with you, JB. I don't think it's nobody out there that you it's can not. really get. It's not. I mean, I mean. So. I mean, not less. I guess if you're looking at the Broncos, maybe they give up a call or something or a Jerry Judy. Maybe a Jerry Judy, like yeah, like they they was talking about a Jerry Judy. Even 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 though my man Steve Smith uh, Senior was like, oh no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm not endorsing that. I mean, but, I'm not endorsing that at all. But yeah, I mean, like, but, I, but Lamar Lamar and Jerry Judy, they close friends, bro. They yeah, I know, boys. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, boys, but, like they for the boys, yeah. so like I th- I think they can figure that out between the two of them. But I mean, I don't know. I think receivers weak is is a little weak when it comes time to play on time. I think receivers weak, and I think I think running backs a little a little weak too. I think you weak in that area at running back. But I mean, so where's our ceiling realistically? Is it? Just the first round, second round is an AFC championship. Like, like what is like what is our ceiling? I can see AFC championship. Okay. I can see AFC championship. But I'm be honest with you. Just, I'm be honest. With you. I'm be honest. With you. Right now, the, the scary team right now is the goddamn Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. They was one and three, and now they four and three, and they uptick. They just go up and up. I mean they. They're getting better every single week, and Joe Barrow looks very healthy. And this is what I mean by where you missing that receiver. They ain't missing no receiver over there, okay? Nah. They ain't missing. Jamal Chase is him. Yeah, Jamal Chase is him. That's what I'm saying to me. And that's where where the Ravens lack, JB. They lacking that. They ain't got it. That's what I'm saying. You can tell that piece, that one piece. Okay, you got Lamar. Lamar, Lamar can take you there. Don't get me wrong. I think Lamar can take him there, but I just think they need that extra piece to take them over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Like Lamar probably could get you to the the tip of the month, the tip of the mountain, but to get over that mountain, you need that extra that extra piece to say, oh, and throw him over. Like 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 Jalen, he got AJ Brown. Like I mean, Lamar ain't got an AJ Brown. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's where I think. We lack, we lack a piece. It, it, yeah, it, we do. It, it, we lack it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that one piece would take, man. That, yeah, that I, I know. Yeah, I know. A lot of people laughed at me um, when when Philly got AJ Brown, and I was like, yeah, like uh, Jalen Hurts got a he he got a show enough dog um, in AJ Brown. I was like, oh no, he he ain't do nothing in Tennessee. Like that was all Derek Henry. Huh? And, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, like y'all must not have been watching what I was watching, but AJ Brown was that dude in Tennessee, and right now he's looking like he's that dude in Philly. So I, I <laughs> yeah, so we 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 can talk all day long about who we need, who we don't need. I I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I I'm I'm gonna go back to the C word, <laughs> like consistency. That's what we need. We need consistency, man. I mean, and, I'm be honest with you. The deadline's tomorrow. 
I am. I'm probably about ninety five percent sure the Ravens are not going to do anything. They're not going to. Yep, they're not going to pull the trigger on anybody. Like, yeah, I'm pretty ninety percent. Yeah. I mean, because if they would have, we we'd have been hearing a lot of rumbles. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we was hearing the rumbles about Derrick Henry, but I mean, they saying that they're not trading Derrick Henry. So, uh, I, I'm on. I don't think the Ravens do any too much of anything. I think that they're going to roll what they have right here, and and everybody just going to have to. They just kind of ride on it. I mean. Consistency, JB. If we if we talk it, listen. I'm gonna be honest. This this is what I. If they could play like they played against Detroit, they might be able to get that dog. Mm-hmm. But they gotta play mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, they gotta, gotta play that way. It's gotta be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not saying that they gotta go out there and put up 30 points every week. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they gotta do that. I'm just saying no. the way they played that game. Hold on. As a, as units together, how they played like that game, and they dominated from from one end of the game to the to the end of the game. That's the, that's the, what I mean. How they gotta play? I'm not saying yeah. they gotta, you know. What I'm, saying? Um, I'm not saying they yeah, gotta I, crazy points. Yeah, I I agree on that part, like the consistency. But I think they do have to score um, thirty points, thirty plus points consistently, especially when you look at the back end of your schedule. Like we have Seattle next week, right? But eventually um, you're going to have to play your um, uh, AFC North opponents again, right? Now, the good thing about that, I believe, is all all those games are going to be home um, on the back end. But then you also have 49ers, which kind of lost their mojo. Um, and – of course, you don't want to overlook any team. So it it, it starts um, it starts next week. When is our bye? Is our bye like week eleven or something like that? Like I that? mean, the, the next three they got three straight games at home. It's right, Seattle, three straight. It's Seattle, Cleveland, and and uh, and Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, that's right. That's the next three games. Right. So um, when I said weeks ago that we needed to go on a five game win streak, we won three so far. This this um Seattle game right now, like coming into this next week, and we're gonna get into that um on the next episode. But um it's it's gonna be critical because after that, uh you have two um division opponents who um are playing well we lost two, one, and then the other team is now healthy. You know, no, the next two the next two division games, we beat both of them. We beat Cleveland and Cincinnati. Oh, I, I, my friend, I, I thought you said the Steelers, but um, no. but yeah, like so, but both of those guys, well, I don't know what's going on with Cleveland and and and, and their quarterback situation. I I I, I, I think I think D. Watt just stealing money, and I think that was his intentions from the jump. But you know, we could talk about that later. But um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Joe Burrow, like he, like he. He he woke up right now. Yep. I will say this: um, when it you know it's, it's going to get colder, and I think that that ankle is going to um, be bothersome in the you know in in that weather, you know that crazy weather that they have in um, Cincinnati and just just up and down the East Coast um, period. But this like this week, the Seattle game is is critical, man. Like it's it's critical. It's it's another must win. You know what I mean? Hey man, Seattle. Seattle just made a big move today, man. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. He traded for Leonard Williams. Yeah. Put him on that defensive line. That defensive line got a lot better today. A lot better. 
my best today, and their secondary was already good. Mm-hmm. So, so hey, that's, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Be, yeah, see, yeah. hey, I'm be honest with you. If you're a fan, you overlook at Seattle. You crazy? I'll take God dang nah, I'm you definitely don't want to look at that. And and I, I I will say this: like this is mid season, right? So this is the critical time for Lamar Jackson as far as off the field. Um, stuff that he has to do. Like, he has to take care of his body. He has to, you know, we've, we've already talked about, um, not necessarily load management, but, you know, not running him as much, um, and not having that, um, that, that, you know, the whole quarterback option thing, um, going on. So, like, th- this is a critical time of the season for Lamar. Um, yeah, I think, uh, uh, yesterday he had what, like 157 yards and, you know, everybody is like, oh, he need to throw the ball more. Like, I, I think he, he did what he was supposed to do to win that game. I, I think that like the defense giving up 17 points in the fourth quarter didn't help. Right. But he, he, he gotta, he has to keep his body, like whatever workout regimen. That he he was on the past two years. He you might need to throw that out the window, and 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 focus on something else or work out with somebody else. Like this, this is a critical time for Lamar Jackson to stay healthy and to keep playing as well as he's playing. And he has to get better. He has to want to get better every game, and 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 that's what it boils down to. At some point, and you know this. P as as a player, you got to say, forget what the coach is talking about. Just give me the goddamn ball, and I'll and I'll do it myself. Like he's he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put that Superman cape on and and do the damn thing. But he also got like like I don't know like I don't want to say be cautious, um, but he has to keep that. Oh well, I, like this time of the year, I got injured the last couple seasons, so you you know like I gotta. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta go out there with the wherewithal of I gotta protect myself. The offensive line has to block. And if it's not there, like I can't keep balling up and taking a sack. I gotta use my legs, run, or throw the ball away. You gotta start playing smart. I don't think he's necessarily thinking about that. I just think Lamar is just thinking about winning the game. I don't think he necessarily think about if he gotta do this or do that. I just think he necessarily wants to just win the football games and do what he gotta do. I think Lamar knows what he has to do. I think he's at a point where he's he's fine. Yeah. I've seen I've seen I've seen ton of change in, in his game and I think he'll be fine. I think yeah. per se I think per se Todd Munkin gotta get out of his own head. Yeah. He's he, gotta he gotta get he gotta get in his bag. He gotta get in his bag. This is the time. Get in your bag, man. Like like you you you, you we wanna see you make Lamar Jackson the superstar that we know that he can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it starts right now. It starts this week against Seattle. Yeah. Well, with that being said, guys, we're going to close out tonight. Um, I'm still running hot on the defense and the offense, and I ain't even touched special teams. <laughs> I ain't touched special right. teams because Justin Tucker, your bitch ass boy, boy. Oh, man. Boy. Oh, man. Okay. Like, that's how you feel, Justin Tucker? You going to hold it down like that? Man, let's and 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 and, and I'm and I told you, I told you last week, JB, the Devin Duvernay experience is freaking over, dog. He stinks. Mm. He stinks. His punt return is terrible. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Boy, oh, hey Keaton, put Keaton Mitchell in there, please, please. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Well, well hopefully. Uh, you know what? David Duvernay, he might be in his own head right now, JB. And that's yeah. why I say I don't feel like he's good right now because he's not himself. He don't look good yeah. out there. His punt return was so bad yesterday. Like, what were you thinking about, Duvernay? Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say that mean. for the next episode. Yeah, say that for the next episode, bro. Yeah, because Tucker, ooh, Tucker, ooh, boy, ooh, boy. <laughs> you miss another field goal and watch what I watch, watch. Miss another. <laughs> Sound like Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we going to close up tonight, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed everything that we talked about tonight. I hope we hear some points that you guys were thinking about, some concerns that you was thinking about, some trade rumors. I mean, don't really hear too much. Don't think too much. But, hey, guys, you willing to sit there, you know what I mean? Maybe you could reach out and say, hey, this is what you feel, whatever. You know, we appreciate all comments and everything. You know, you guys, you can comment on, you know, on our, um, on the podcast. You can comment on there. It gives you areas where you can comment right underneath the podcast. You can leave comments and tell us how you feel. You know what I mean? It might be things that you might see that we don't see because we don't see everything. We just see what we see when we're looking at. So, right. I appreciate all the comments that you have. If you do have some, that's cool. But other than that, tonight we're going to end the show out. We're going to come back. We're going to come back this week and we're going to talk about those Seahawks because boy, it's going to get testy this week with those Seahawks. Boy. I'll tell y'all right now. Boy. So, I enjoyed it tonight, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. Holla. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Nobody can stop.